Hello, everyone, and welcome to the number one sports show podcast in the history of podcasts. 7.30 The Game, ESPN here in Charlotte presents to you The Shoot, hosted by yours truly, Vincent Pride and Alex Javarsky. Alex, how's it going on this Thursday, August the 6th? How's it going for you today? Never better, Vincent. How are you doing? Let me just, I'm doing great. So we missed last week, and I just want you to know there's no such thing as a little surgery i had a little surgery last week uh missed you guys but man there's no such thing as a little surgery it all hurts so i'm kind of recovering right now doing a good job uh but yeah it was a little little hairy last week but glad to be here by god's grace so i'm very thankful that we can talk sports and just entertain our podcast listeners And oh, by the way, the show tonight is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, your number one first round knockout for auto, home, and motorcycle insurance, along with the Martin Advantage Realty team at Bliss Realty. If you're looking to buy, sell, or buy or sell your home, give Ola Martin a call. She's the head of Martin Advantage team at Bliss Realty. The phone number to call 803-370-2665. That's 803-370-2665 for the Martin Advantage Realty Team. Alex, it has been another eventful week. we got a lot to talk about today, so let's just try to start off with something that's, that's a little obvious. And I say obvious because it is on the main front of sports news. It is one of the hot topics college football uh, if you didn't know uh, just to let you know that the University of Yukon has suspended their 2020-2021 football season for this year uh, due to the pandemic should we expect other universities to follow what do you think man absolutely we've seen this whole time during this pandemic that once one domino falls the whole thing starts to crumble. Look at the NCAA tournament in the past. First, they said, hey, we're going to do the NCAA tournament without any fans in attendance. Next thing you know, NCAA tournaments are being canceled or conference tournaments being canceled. Then what do you know? The whole round of 68 or 64 gets canceled. So UConn's the first to go. Really, they're not. Because didn't we say a few weeks back that all the Ivy League schools... That, out. that is correct. The uh, Ivy League schools have decided to not forego their football season, but this is the first Division One school to actually opt out. And like you mentioned, it's it's just a matter of time. And one of the major concerns, and this is really sad, you know, yes, it's a pandemic, but there are a lot of, as you know, the NBA is going on. NFL is looking ready to get started opening training camp. Uh, you have Major League Baseball, which we'll talk about later on tonight. But the college player, whether it's football, basketball, hockey, lacrosse, I don't think they're not getting the same treatment. And there have been some reports that a lot of college football players, just because of the season coming, have written the NCAA stating that they are not they will, are not receiving the same treatment as the NFL or the NBA players do, where they get mandatory testing every day. It was told, uh, reported earlier by ESPN's, um, one of our ESPN reporters that 
they get tested probably 72 hours before the game, a college football game. That was the plan. Of course, everything has changed so much. Now, this definitely may change, but one of the red flags is that these players are saying we are not, we need to be tested just like these other athletes because they're coming onto campus, they're starting their practices, and players are getting sick. So I, I just think that it's hit the, re, hit the reset button, plain and simple. Stop it before it starts because what you're going to do is you're going to open up a pandemic a more and you can't have fans in the stadium anyway. I mean, yeah, NCAA, everyone knows the NCAA is a money-making machine. But if you know like I do, and I'm not saying this without any merit, the NCAA is one of the most crooked organizations uh, in not just sports, but in, uh, from a business standpoint. And I, I'm not talking about, yeah, they are crooked, but they need to definitely look out for these players, whether it's basketball, football, hockey, tennis. They're not getting the same treatment. So that's not fair to these athletes going out there sacrificing their careers. As a matter of fact, a lot of them are opting out. A lot of college players are opting out to forego the 2020 season and go ahead and enter the NFL draft, the 2021 NFL draft. So that just goes to show you that there is not just getting sick it's their careers there's their last year to perform for the players who actually set out or decided to come back and play this is what they got to come back and play too they might not even have a season so they're going by last year's stats so why not just go ahead and opt out and just get ready for the nfl if that's a possibility but you're right um it's a it's a it's a it's an ongoing situation changing absolutely every single day but officially the first division one school UConn will drop the 2020-21 football season this year and I do expect a lot of other teams to to uh, actually follow through as well hey it's uh, good to have you back on the show tonight man <laughs> I know right man I was we, you know if you don't know we always talk all the time so Alex called me last night checked on me and said man how you doing are we gonna have a show I was like yeah we're gonna have the show this week because I did call I think it was we notified each other on Tuesday of last week that I was gonna have to have some surgery and it was kind of it was kind of sudden so when I I think I, I couldn't really talk so I texted you Thursday said no show this week can't do it <laughs> So, yeah, it's glad to be back, man. It really is. It is really glad to be back. And our listeners, we thank you guys for tuning in the podcast. If you, as you know, uh, we are available Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcast show. Uh, preseason number one team in college football is, of course, Clemson. They came in at the uh, preseason ranking at number one this year. So there, if there's a season, they're coming in strong at number one. It's just so, it's almost irrelevant to really talk about it until we actually get there. So we're going to leave it there because, uh, you know, you still, you got a quarterback out there who is, who might be the Panthers number one pick <laughs> two years. Hey, he'll be someone's number one pick, won't he? <laughs> Absolutely. We're talking about quarterback Trevor Lawrence, uh, University of Clemson. He's going to be a number one pick somewhere in 2021 you can guarantee that so we'll definitely keep that uh, information handy and stay tuned for that now let's hop over to another um another same same sport different league the national football league as of today 66 nfl players have chosen to opt out of this season the team with the most 
holdouts or opting out of the season are the New England Patriots. And speaking of the Patriots, they, they got a quarterback uh, a couple of weeks ago, Cam Newton from the Panthers. The question has aroused about how can how can Cam fit under the Bill Belichick system? Not so much, you know, passing and throwing, but credit, accepting criticism. There have been rumors from former Panthers stating that Cam is a little bit sensitive, sensitive when it comes to constructive criticism. Will he be able to take the brunt of Belichick and quarterback coach Josh McDaniels' criticism when he does make a mistake? Yeah, it's going to be a new type of system, you know. In Carolina, he was the face of the franchise, right? So you had a little more leeway to do what you want and be... Am I, am I, is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yes. So you go on into a system in New England where Bill Belichick has so many rings, you can't fit them all on one hand. You got (laughs) to be able to take a little criticism now. You have to be able to shut your mouth and just listen and say, hey, I don't have a ring. This guy's got six. This guy's got six. How about, you know, maybe listen up and learn a thing or two um, when, when, coaches like this say something so I think he'll be fine um and he'll have to because they 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 won't hesitate to cut you yeah yeah it's not like they're gonna it's not like they signed him to a hundred million dollar deal you know he's making the league minimum as a quarterback as a player actually so uh it, it was like I said I mentioned earlier it was stated by some of the former Panther players that he was treated a little differently and in terms of obtaining constructive criticism from the coaches, it almost turned it. They were afraid to. Now, this is not me saying this, but some former Panthers saying they were afraid to provide him with constructive criticism, fearing that it would demolish his demeanor. He would be really, really upset, almost in a pouty mood. And this is not me saying it. So. If that's the case, then oh my god! I mean, I I, I who don't are know. these players who said this? Well, uh... <laughs> doesn't say. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it does. Former former Carolina Panther Kyle Love, who is a free agent right now, stated that in an ESPN report. I'm sorry, on an NFL Network report, with uh, stating that. He's curious to see how Cam will react to the criticism from Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel. Although in Carolina, they felt that they had to provide him and kind of coax him to not provide him hard, hard, uh, I guess, follow up or hard criticisms due to the fact they felt that he may go into be into a kind of a funky mode, almost pouting. But he says he is a Cam believer. He wants Cam to win, but he's just very curious as to how he will work or play or receive that criticism from the Belichick team. And and you and I know that when you're on, listen, you if you're you're you are basically broken down when you play in the NFL. Your demeanor, your whole mindset, you're broken down and you're rebuilt. You know, that's just period, dot, the end. This is a league where they, almost like the military, where they break you down and they train you a certain way, the way they want to. 
Now, if he can't take constructive criticism, that is something that I'm sure that he is going to have to work on, especially at that age. He's no longer a rookie. He, this will be his ninth season in the league. So this is obviously something, it will be something new. And what's the old saying? You can't teach a dog new tricks. That comes to play. But like I said, we all want to see him succeed, but he's going to have to take criticism for sure. If this is the case, we don't know it, but we'll, we'll just see as the season goes on. But Newton is slated to actually be a – there's a dual starting position for a quarterback. So I guess they're going to have a little quarterback competition in training camp and go ahead and get off. And if you'd like to hear more from Cam Newton himself, you can actually catch Cam Newton on Friday. That is Friday, August the 7th on the NFL Network as he speaks with the NFL Network Good Morning Football team live from Foxborough. And I'm sure that those questions will come up. So that's tomorrow, Friday morning, uh, August the 7th on the NFL Network Good Morning Football from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. with with the host there. So that's going to be some interesting TV. Today would have been the Hall of Fame game. Exactly. Yeah. And Canton, Ohio, which was canceled. Or was it the preseason, first preseason game? Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. That's right. That's right. That's right. It would have been tonight. And we're sitting here watching. Well, we do have stuff to watch. We got the WNBA. We have the NBA on right now. We have Major League Baseball on right now. So we have we have choices. So that's we've great. got good sports on right now. Look at my Chicago Cubs. I was going to ask ten and two. I wasn't going to say nothing in the MLB. But if you watch them right now, what is going on? <laughs> Man, just to give you a quick update on Major League Baseball in terms of Chicago Cubs. Let's see what we got here. Well, they're actually. They are playing tonight. Uh, let me see. Where are they playing? They're playing at home. They're playing right now the... The Royals. The Royals. Yeah, they're the, the Royals are actually a 5-0 in the top of the fifth. Top of the fifth, 9-0. They're up yeah. just as I speak. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not but looking you know what good, though? but they do have a major league best record. Exactly. too. Exactly. And just to give you a quick update in terms of scores from Major League Baseball today, earlier today, the Pirates beat the Twins 6-5, the Rockies over the Giants 6-4, the Angels over the Mariners 6-1, the Yanks and Phillies are in the top of the 7th with the Phillies leading 5-2, the Reds are in the top of the 7th leading the Indians 3-0, the Brewers and Blue Jays are currently uh, under, I guess, a rain delay here, and the Astros and Bucks the top of the 7th Tied at zero. Other games tonight: Orioles and Mar- the Orioles and Marlins play tonight, along with the Brewers and the White Sox. So, how have you been enjoying baseball? I mean, we we had our first show, our, one of our shows was actually on the on the opening night, and it was fantastic. Then all of a sudden, COVID reared its ugly head. We talked about this uh, last night. How the commissioner for Major League Baseball was in the works last week to basically advise the television networks to stand by for programming alerts as more cases came up in Major League Baseball. The cancellation of the season was intimate. Uh, Obviously, uh, with with the teams, the the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals having double-digit COVID cases right now on their team so it's uh 
it's very interesting. As you can know, it's oh, going to be. Mean, uh... I've been loving it, Vince. I mean, you got my Chicago Cubs 10 and 2, best record in the MLB. So, from that, that standpoint, I love it. But you got other aspects of it mm-hmm. where, you know, COVID is hitting teams like most recently the St. Louis Cardinals. They're unable to play games between whoever they were slated to play. Look at the Miami Marlins and what happened with them. They've only had six games this year. They're a major league best record, two, five, and one. The same winning percentage as the Cubs right now. So it's interesting because you're having to shut things down. So it's very odd, but I love it. Waking up, you know, day games happening, cool stories, Mike Trout first plate appearance since becoming a father he crushes a home run Mm. so you get the cool stories you get the fun at bats you get the greatness of baseball just without the fans but at the same time you get a lot of odd things happening where teams are being told to shut it down until further notice and you just wonder when is the the entire league going to be told to shut it down yeah, it's until uh, further notice. Yeah, I mean it's it's almost so, intimate. You know, I think it will happen. Sixty games. They're at what 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 are they at? Game fifteen right now. Oh, game? and it scares me. The Cubs will be the best team in the MLB, and then they'll shut the season down. And what yeah. could have been, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? The goat is gone. The goat is gone from Chicago with the World the Series. The goat win. is gone. The goat is gone. So the goat you know, you, is gone. <laughs> I got to get a shirt printed that says the that. goat is gone. Hey, like, hey, wait a minute now, trade one. Hey, we trade. need we we need some shirts with that on it. The goat is gone. I like with that. the little so. Cubs emblem. <laughs> Big news at the end of the show tonight too. I got my mock draft 2.0 coming out tonight. Top of the hour. Stick around. Don't want to miss it. Boy, we're talking NFL. That is, and, and just to let you know, Alex is good. Mark, he is one of the Alex is one of the best fantasy handicappers. I would say in the southeast, we've uh, got a good mock. Yeah, you got a good mock draft tonight. So we you do. definitely want to stay tuned at the after the bottom half of the hour for that. If that's I hate up. to upset you, Vince, but I'm on that wire tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on that wire tonight. <laughs> Well, you know what? You could be on the wire tonight. Just don't be on there for like days at a time. Days at a time. Yeah, don't We're be on, on the wire tonight. Time. Get off that wire, man. You got to get off that boy, wire. Oh just... boy, got another connection. Got another. Uh, got another guest to get in on the show. Actually, when um, when we get things rolling today, I actually reached out to a young lady um, on Instagram, and okay. come to find out, you know, I reached out to her because I saw. You know, she had lots of pictures on there from the sports broadcasting profession, um, you know, doing some reporting for ESPN and the Charlotte Hornets. Come to find out, she was with the Panthers after we did work in the broadcast department, Vincent. Um, said she got there right, said she got there right when um, Greg Brannon was about to leave, actually. Oh, wow. And yeah. that is Greg Brandon, former uh, 
with Carolina Panthers television network uh, general manager there. So Taylor Cunningham. Do you Taylor recognize Cunningham, the name? Taylor Cunningham, the name sounds familiar. Good old Taylor. So you got in touch with Taylor. All right. That's right. All so right, we got to have her yeah. as a guest on the show. We got we got to have 305 from the, from the U down there. We got to have 305. We got to have my boy Parlay. <laughs> oh, get this, Vincent. My buddy who I who who we call Parlay. He put in a, an 11-team parlay the other night. What? Put in an 11-team parlay for oh 50 God. cents <laughs> to win over 400 and something dollars. <laughs> like 450, right? Oh Listen my to God. this. Oh, jeez. He hit every single team. The only thing that lost him was one game. He had the Chicago Cubs by two runs, so they had to win by two. They they won the game by one one. run. Mm. 50 cents to win 450. Got to get my boy Parlay in on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a guest lineup, man. Can't wait to get this thing really on the road and get some good guests on the show. Eugene Robinson... Travell Wharton of Ring of, of Honor, Redskins. yeah, exactly. Ring of Honor, Jordan, Jordan Gross, Gross. Yes. man. We got some guys. We and we enjoy you, listeners. God bless each and every one of you. And uh, man, it's going to be an exciting time. And we have also a WNBA superstar broadcaster, Tarika Brasby. She actually is at the network in Bristol. She is actually one of the best, uh, not just WNBA broadcasters, but she's an all-around. She is a native Detroit Tiger, Detroit, Michigan native who, I'm sorry, maybe Flint. I'm sorry, Flint. And she is headstrong in the sports game, can go with the best of them. She'll be joining us in a couple of weeks to talk more about the WNBA and also their ESPN up there in Bristol where we're down here in Charlotte. Talk about the changes there that has occurred as they have been dealing with the same thing we have been here. So great guests coming up. We look forward to just having a grand old time. It's going to be great to just actually just enjoy having guests on our show. The phone lines will be open here shortly. So we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. But things are only going to get better. No Guaranteed. kidding. Guaranteed. So in terms of are you ready for some hard knocks next week? I'm ready. Ready for some hard knocks? NFL and straight HBO. out of LA. Two yep. teams this year, right? LA, absolutely. both teams from LA. Yep, absolutely. Rams and the Chargers. HBO presents hard knocks. The uh, training camp stories of the Los. I'm sorry, the LA Rams. I got to get it right because they changed city. So it's the LA Rams and the no LA, LA Chargers. Chargers and the LA, LA Rams. Rams. Yeah, that's right. They're both LA. So you should say San Diego Superchargers. I think everyone is. Oh boy! Well, yeah. Uh, I was watching. I saw former San Diego quarterback Philip Rivers checking into Indianapolis. Once signed a one-year deal, twenty-five mil. I hope he does well there, down in Indianapolis. There, got a good camp. coach. Oh God, yeah. Frank yeah. Reich, the head yeah, Frank coach. Frank Reich, for, he... former NFL quarterback who led the Buffalo Bills. To the greatest comeback in NFL playoff history against the Houston Oilers. And former Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles when 
they just wanted a few years ago. He was the OC. That's right. Yes. Uh, you know what? A lot of these coaches, we tend to forget. You know, people talk about how Andy Reid just got his first ring. Andy Reid has two rings, but not as head coach. As an assistant. As an assistant and a quarterback coach for Green Bay. So, I mean, it's. That's right. I, I tend, we tend to forget. Like you said, Belichick, we said that earlier, how he has six as a head coach with right. with the with the New England Patriots, but I think he has a total of eight as with one the of the Giants. Giants right? Exactly. As a Giants assistant. So, you know, these guys right. they they're they're ringed up, trust me. He, they're he almost, ringed up. Right? Yeah, he's ringed up, man. I'm telling you, he is ringed up. And you gotta talk No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please. Gotta talk a little hockey action too, man. Uh my Chicago Blackhawks tied 1-1 in the series. So what they're doing, they're kind of doing qualifications for the playoffs right now in the wow. NHL. So it technically is the playoffs already. Right now you got in the third period with eight minutes and 39 seconds left, the Golden Knights and the St. Louis Blues tied up at four. The Golden Knights. Now that sounds the- like, you know who that sounds like, right? Yeah, that sounds you, like UCF. Stormy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, UCF. <laughs> UCF no, goal. Stormy. Stormy, the former That's um, right, reporter for the yes, Panthers. She's out there. She's now the Golden Knights. That's right. I, I forgot about that. Yes. Yep. Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs oh, up. Oh, boy. Yep. Maple Leafs up 1-0 on the Blue Jackets. Their, mm. their series is tied at 1-1, one, one, and they're at the end of the first. The Canucks beat the Wild earlier today, 3-0, and the Flyers beat the Capitals 3-1. But last night, my Chicago Blackhawks tied up 1-1 one, one in the series. The big, mighty captain, Jonathan Taves, wow. scores a goal when they were tied 3-3. Three three. He scores a goal to go ahead 4-3 with just over a minute left to go in the game to take the lead four to three and now they lead two one in the series mm. they've got a chance to clinch the series tomorrow night and this is stanley cup playoff and i'm actually sitting here watching the vegas golden Knights. so she's out in las vegas and, and they right now, they just scored what? they just Five, scored. four. <laughs> amazing so i mean the, the changes that these teams and players have had to go through in order to oh they just oh just almost scored again on a breakaway but they caught icing so the goalie actually I'm sorry the goalie actually caught the puck so now they're going to play center and restart that but yeah it's it's amazing how the I mean it has to be psychologically just so much on a player to just change everything uh like for instance with the NBA and with Major League Baseball, basically the first game of the year is like a playoff game. You know, right now you got the uh, when it comes to the NBA and playoffs, you know, you got the uh, you got one team that's already has the best record in the NBA, and they're like they're gonna be basically going into the league into the season with the best record. So it's like amazing how now they have to basically play ten games they play and then straight to the playoffs. You know, and that's just kind of it's it's great, but you know, I think the NBA is doing a really good job as well, also with the whole bubble situation. They have been doing a good job. No positive. Tests. I don't think any positive tests exactly. So that's 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 huge. But you know, it is a sacrifice. You know, being there and no no one else being able to check in. But players it's, it's, not having any fans for these huge playoff games. Yeah, but I tell you, the ratings. 
uh, to talk about the ratings for the first night of the Na- of the National Basketball Association, it was actually double than compared to last year. And also, Major League Baseball's opening night was one of the best opening night numbers from television standpoint in over ten years. So as the as the as things continue to strive or to get going, the the audience us as the audience members and the fans are just blowing up these televisions watching these games which is great but like I said most importantly we want to make sure that everyone's safe and also thank all of the essential workers out there who are actually putting themselves at risk whether it's the the restaurant workers or the or the gas station attendants nurses doctors oh my god they're they're just they're superstars those are the true superstars right now you know, we talk about Sue. I think that we I think we kind of use the term superstars so loosely, but those are the true superstars who are taking care of us in terms of making sure we're healthy and making sure coming up with a hopefully come up with a vaccine soon. So thank you so much. It's doctors and essential workers, those who are out there on the front line for us. We've greatly appreciated to make us to keep us healthy and to keep everything going. So big shout out to them as well. Wow, so um, this is The Shoot with myself and Alex Javarsky. A uh, show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I uh, want to make a quick note about, I don't know, we have, I have a couple of golf fans out there. The PGA Championship, the 107th edition of the PGA Championship gets underway today with the first round at the TPC Harding, Harding Park. That's in San Francisco. Now, Brooks Kedopa, I know you know the name. Brooks Kadopa, he heads to San Francisco for the first round of the day to become the first player since Willie Anderson in 1905 to win the same major tournament three times consecutively. So every for the past three years, he's won the players, the PGA Championship three times and two times in a row, looking to win three times. Uh, today, he checked in. At, he finished the first round today at three under. Jason Day leads the first round today at five under par. Tiger Woods checked in with had a had a three under round at sixty eight today. So he's in he him and along with a few other golfers all at third place. And that's your update for the PGA. We've done PGA. Tiger got hockey. off to a hot start. He did. He did. He did. He missed a lot of fairway shots, but his putter was actually going. We just had a goal. We just had a goal scored in the. Uh, <laughs> In the Vegas Golden Knights game, where the Knights scored, take the lead 6-4 now. 6-4. I got my TV turned on to the Cubs game. It's a snoozer. They're down 11 nothing in the Why bottom are you even of the fifth. Well, I know you did it. I mean, I, we all know it's how It's my Alex beloved yeah, Chicago it's the, Cubs. We know the dedication part, but, man, 11 runs come up. I mean, they're coming back. <laughs> Well, they're, they're actually in a good position. There's nothing wrong with taking a day off. But it's only the you, bottom of the fifth. Know, you know, these games, they are, you know, I thought that maybe they these games would kind of fly by. Uh-huh. They are long. I'm talking long games. Very, 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 very long games. There's nothing wrong with them. I'm not complaining about it at all, but these games are very elongated. You know, uh, especially with baseball. Usually, the usual, I can watch baseball and, you know, it's just long and on and yeah, on. Yeah, there's and been on a lot on. of 
chatter and, you know, even changes within the major league organization lately to reduce the amount of time that games take. Right. So you've had pitchers now this year, they got to pitch at least to three batters or at least until the end of the inning. So you don't see, you know, you bring in a different pitcher to face a lefty compared to a righty back to back where you have a pitcher change. He faces one guy, then you got another pitcher change to face this lefty, you know, so there's been a lot of steps to shorten the time. Um, but yeah, it's just still long. Yeah, it's I, still long. <laughs> it's still long. I love it. It's still long. But like I said, if I, we, I think people don't, and we talked about this during our, before the season got underway, how people, if you go to a baseball game and you understand what happens there, it is so fun. I did not realize how fun Man. it was. Seventh inning, the seventh inning stretch is fun. You got activities going on in between innings. And the game itself, it's it's more it's exciting. I mean, people think, okay, you're down seven runs, but you can those seven runs can happen just like that. One swing of the bat. Mm-hmm. One swing of the bat, you know, you get runners on first and third, you get a guy off the plate, and he hits a homer, and now you're down by two runs. It's only no outs, and you just you still keep going. It's incredible. It is incredible. So yeah, I I I love baseball. I love sports in general, and and we're gonna love uh just enjoying ourselves bringing you more sports and sports updates as we continue with guests coming soon that's going to be great phone lines will be wide open you guys can call in some good major league action oh yeah most definitely and we're at the bottom half of the hour and we're going to actually go ahead and provide the bottom half of the hour sports news of the half hour we're going to start off with some NBA action we had three games earlier this afternoon. Make that four games earlier. We're going to start off with the first game. The Kings beat the Pelicans 140-125. The Suns over the Pacers 114-99. The Bucks beat the Heat 130-116. And a final just checking in. The Clippers over the Mavs 126-111. You can also catch tonight the... Uh, the Blazers and Lakers start at 9 here shortly. And the Nuggets and Rockets. Wait a minute. I got that all mixed up. Let's start this over. How about the Blazers and the Nuggets are going to play? They Actually, that game is underway now. And the Lakers and Rockets check in at 9 p.m., which is uh, right around the corner. They're getting ready to tip off now. LeBron will be not playing this game. Neither will for the, uh, for the Rockets. Both Russell Westbrook and James Harden will be out due to injury. So that's uh, some news there. Uh, the ACC in, in, in college football did release their 2020 schedule beginning on September the 11th. Uh, Notre Dame will be involved in the ACC when it comes to football. And for the first time in 93 years, Notre Dame will not play Navy in the annual Notre Dame-Navy football game due to COVID. They might have caught a break there. I was going to say, I think that might be a good thing. Cause, uh, Navy's been playing some ball. Yeah, you know, Navy has the... Army and Navy, these triple option teams, yes, man, they'll God. scare you, man. <laughs> and I'm uh, not joking when I say that. Yeah, trust me. As a as that third back back there, and he's faking inside or heading off inside, you just, 
it's more or less you just gotta it's not even about following the ball because they're just that good that triple option is different Ugh, it is it, it is crazy different very crazy different so I mean like I said I think Notre Dame did catch a break to be honest with you and just to let you know that the Bucks are actually on the back to NBA the Bucks are the top seed in the east so they have actually Lakers, secured the top team top in, the seed west. in the west exactly so they both have secured um, both have secured their positions to make the playoff run. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. And, you know, I love the technology that they're using when it comes to having people or having the, you know, the the uh, the images of fans, you know, with everything like that. And Fox tried it with Major League Baseball. It was actually pretty cool as well. I mean, the the, <laughs> the creativity that they're using to try to make these games so, you know, make it entertaining for us. And, and they're doing a great job, you know. They are doing a great job. And and the ratings are showing it. Or maybe it's just a lack of not having sports and just enjoying what we can. But it's, it's, it's they're doing a great job. Great job. We're loving everything that they do. And thanks to those athletes out there that are putting themselves, hopefully not at risk for that, but just out there entertaining us. Now, I did have a one NFL story from Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks are not keeping Javadian Clowney. I thought we already knew that. Right, Javadian Clowney. Clowney, well, we, yeah. It, it broke that they just couldn't pay him what he was requesting. And, you know, it's crazy that he's still a free agent. I think that's really interesting because that's a high-caliber superstar. You know, he might not have had the high number of sacks this past year, but when you look at the pressure he was putting on the quarterback, he's a nuisance back there. So anyone who gets a Jadavion, I mean, that could really change things up. But, yeah, that's that's wild. They said they're looking at guys like Clay Matthews, other edge rushers, Clay Matthews, and Everson Griffin. So um, mm. I'm, I'm, su- I'm, at- I'm surprised that Everson Griffin – is a free agent, Minnesota, former Minnesota Viking, who actually right. had a, he was one of the one of one of the top uh, defensive ends as well. So line up anywhere on the field on the line. But so that's a game changer. I mean, that's someone you have to game plan for every week of Jadavion Clowney. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see who picks him up. If it's already a contender, like you look at a team maybe like San Francisco. What if they were? <laughs> Not that they would need, not that they would need him, but they've already you know, yeah. got Bosa. But a serious contender, you know, what if the Ravens or someone like that picked him up? Or it could be. Yeah, it's one of those things where you he he's the type of player you hope this any certain team does not pick up because he's going to be a huge addition, right, to their defense. Because uh, he has, he probably has that same mentality as Camel. You don't want him coming. Cool. You don't want him coming to your division. Absolutely not. <laughs> we look. We already have enough issues. <laughs> right. We already have enough issues right now. That's oh my right. goodness! Should we go ahead and do our today in history, or we're going to do it at the end? We after today your, in history. You want to do today do in history? Yes, okay, sir. All right. Well, let's see what happened on this day. August the 8th, August the 6th, on this date. Hmm. (laughs) 
Let's see. How am I going to... Well, I'm just going to say it, but... I'm trying to find something that's fitting for the moment. Something that's fitting for the moment. Okay, well, I have something that's fitting for the moment. It's uh, baseball-related, I think. Okay, on this day in 1990, Jim Palmer and Joe Morgan were inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New Jersey. If you don't know who Joe, Jim Palmer and Joe Morgan are, look them up. Because they were two outstanding great Major League Baseball players. Jim Palmer, the pitcher, and Joe Morgan, just the banger. He was the, time, he was, he was the guy who would knock in those home runs. So, great day You gotta let me start guessing these before you tell them, because I, I would have guessed that one. You think so? Well, you know, it's more than one thing. One. It's more one than one thing easy. happened. It's more than one thing happened. Go ahead. I got another one. Go ahead with another one. I am, I am just teasing you. <laughs> no, this is baseball related. It should I be easy. Just I just gave you a hint. You. I just gave you a huge hint. Baseball related. San Diego Padres. Sign Manny Machado. Oh well, well look, go back a little further. Who was the most popular San Diego Charger back in night in the nineties, late nineties? Padre. Padre, yeah, San, I said Charger. San Diego Padres, one of the most famous San Diego Padres ever. 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 This is an insult to my intelligence. No, this is not. what I get for no, talking. Yeah, see, this is what happens. See, this is what... uh, Mr. Three Thousand. Mr. Three Thousand. Bernie. No, no, no. I knew you. You're there. How about Tony Gwynn? Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn on this day in history back in 1999 went four for five and collect his collected his 3,000th major league hit as the Padres beat the Expos 12-10 at Montreal Olympic Stadium. Tony Gwynn. One of the all-time great... Tony Gwynn. Great baseball player, but you know what? All-around great guy. I mean, really. One of the great... One of the best guys. One of the good guys in Major League Baseball. I mean, he really he really represented the league, and he was just an all-around great guy. All-around. Uh, yeah, passed of... He passed away of cancer. Jeez, uh, I want to say 10 years ago, possibly. But yeah, well, all-around great guy. Tony Gwynn, Mr. 3000. Get a base hit like it was almost like Pete Rose. He just just kept. He just could not keep him off the base. First baseman, Mister Three Thousand. Mister Three Thousand. You've had three. How many have you had in your made your minor league baseball career when you played at? Uh, is it you played at Mich? You played at Michigan State, didn't you? Or you did. No, you did broadcast. You broadcast games at Michigan broadcast State. games. That's right. Yeah, you didn't. So you didn't take the old aluminum bats. And take swings at those, but that sounds so loud. Wow. It does. Oh, jeez. It really does. Oh, so yeah, there you go. All right, so those are your today in history moments. Today brought to you in by, history, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All right, for the last fifteen minutes, maybe even less, maybe even more. It is time for Alex Javarsky's NFL fantasy draft. 2.0 mock draft. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sit back and relax and get your pencils and paper or get your draft board out. Get a notepad ready. 
because now, and this is for free. We're not going to charge you for this. We got a good mock today. I got a first round with guys. It doesn't matter where you're sitting at in the first round. You're going to get a guy. And you got go. that first pick. It's Christian McCaffrey running back Carolina Panthers. Got to keep it local. Not just because we're on ESPN Charlotte, but here's why. You've, I've got to see it before I hop off, man. I mean, listen, the numbers this up last year, every play was bound to break 50 and get a mm. touchdown. I got to see it before I don't believe it anymore, Vincent. I mean, this guy, what he's been doing, what he's showed over the past year, I I can't pass up on him. So until I see it, until I see a decline in production, Christian McCaffrey's my guy. Any given week, he could explode. It's tough. It's a battle. It's really a 1A and 1B between him and Saquon Barkley, the running back for the New York football Giants. So Christian McCaffrey sitting there right at one, Saquon Barkley sitting there at two. The only decisiveness I have between flip-flopping them, there might be a few weeks Saquon has a breakout game and McCaffrey can't match that production. But like I said, I've got to see it before I change anything up. If it ain't broke, Christian McCaffrey won. Saquon Barkley sitting there at the two spot. Number three, I'm going Zeke Elliott, Cowboys running back. The guy is consistent production. All he does is eat. Look at him when he gets a first down. He gets that spoon in motion. He starts eating. <laughs> Chris McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke Elliott, one, two, and three. I gotta, They're I'm gonna all going to put up I'm, big I'm going to stop you right there because I want to go back to the number one pick, Christian McCaffrey. Just a little FYI for all you McCaffrey fans. Did you know, you know, his dad was a former Bronco. New York Giant, New York Giant and then a former Bronco wide receiver, uh, Bill McCaffrey, who won Super Bowls. Did you know that uh, Christian McCaffrey, his offseason is spent with a Muay Thai trainer. He works out with a Muay Thai trainer in MMA. So that would explain a lot to me right there. His speed, his quickness, his hands, be able to. This guy. Yeah, it's just, and you've been, we have both been near this guy. How big is he to you? The TV does not do him justice at all. Listen, the guy is huge. (laughs) It's deceiving. The guy is huge when you look at his arms and things like that, but he's a little guy. He's not like some huge, but now when you look at his arms. Oh my God. Them things are busting like you see where the Muay goes to. I mean, the gun show is on every time he's around. The gun show is on, but good for him though. But exactly. just exactly inside tip there. But yeah. call me crazy, man. But I'm gonna start comparing this guy to Ladanian Tomlinson the way he played whoa, last whoa, year. Whoa, whoa, the whoa. way he played last year. This guy, he's something serious. Mm. It's tough That's a though, big comparison. Saquon. You. It's tough. I mean, I heard Bruce Arians say this last year that Saquon Barkley is head head and heels the best running back in the NFL, and he may very well be, but like I said, what I saw Christian do last year, I got to hang on tight to him until I'm proved wrong. Yeah. So 
Chris McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, too. He could be the best back in the NFL. I'm just not taking it for fantasy purposes just yet. Um, I don't think you're doing bad either way. And then, like we said, Ezekiel Elliott, number three. So that's your top three. Number four, it's tough. It's it's this is where it gets interesting. There might be a little dip here, but maybe not. And I'm picking an Alvin Kamara back for the New Orleans Saints. This guy, two years ago, is really when he had his breakout year. He bursted onto the scene. Had some issues with injuries last year. Didn't have nearly the production as the prior year but Alvin Kamara he is just a breakout candidate and I think he's too good to let slip past number four so I've got him slotted there at the four slot with Tyreek Hill at number five Tyreek Hill the reason I got him in my top five may come as a surprise to many this guy just like Christian McCaffrey any given play it's just like such a boom potential He's got Pat Mahomes throwing him the football. Any play could be an 80-yard bomb for the house where he's just torching past everybody. So with the potential like that, I've got him at number five. I'm not surprised with that. I honestly thought it might have been a switch with Hill at four and Kamara at five. It's that close. It is that close. Yeah. And then I got Michael Thomas sitting there at number six. So another receiver, mm-hmm. I think people might be surprised that he's not ahead of a Tyree kill. Michael Thomas is probably going to catch a lot more balls, but they might be 14 yard catches where Tyree kill just took the top off. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I totally so, agree with that. We he's, got he's five safe to be at six. six. Yeah, he's safe to be at six. Definitely. Two receivers, top six. But, I mean, these are good picks. Number seven, this is going to come as a big surprise to many. Probably my biggest surprise. Definitely my biggest surprise of the first round. I've got Josh Jacobs slotted in there at number seven, running back for the Oakland Raiders. Here, here. And, and that's actually the, the Las Vegas Raiders, so just let you know. The, exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) but no that that is a that is a great pick even though he even though jacobs is university of alabama his story and his production at the university of alabama is hands down one of the best stories ever and if you have time to uh, listeners check out josh jacobs story from childhood to now but he and, and he is a banger. He is the type of player that this is my last year. I have to go out with a bang. Every single play never gives up. Never gives up. He falls forward. He falls forward a lot. So when you he gets a lot of yak yards after contact, and that is huge. He gets a lot of yak, and that and that adds to those numbers at the end of the year. So great breakout rookie year last year. I can Guy definitely only played see him. in 13 games at exactly. 50 yards. Exactly. So I see him being this year making some huge contributions to the Vegas Raiders. I it's going to be great to see him ca- carry the ball and the whole atmosphere being in a new city. Hopefully the fan base will be there for him in Vegas for the team because, you know, leaving Oakland, you you left you left a legacy. You left a legacy in Oakland. The fan base and everything, but this is something that I'm I'm really hoping I'm a Josh Jacobs guy. I really am. I'm a this, Josh Jacobs this guy, guy burst onto the scene his rookie year. If he gets 
even 1% better than he was last year. I love this guy, Josh Jacobs, coming back healthy from a shoulder injury a year ago. Josh Jacobs at number seven. Some may say it's too high. I may say that's low. I think it's too low. I I think that's too low. Seriously, Josh Jacobs, that's my guy. One of the best. Devontae Adams, wide receiver, Green Bay Packers. This guy's a superstar. This guy's a superstar. He's he's the go-to target in Green Bay, Devontae Adams. You mentioned guys like Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. Devontae Adams has to be in that list. I think over the past three to five years, he's leading the NFL in touchdown receptions. We'll get our stats guy, Joe, to look that up. Joe, look it up, Joe. Look it up, Look it up, Joe. But Devontae Adams, my guy, sitting there at number eight, you can't go wrong. Honestly, you're lucky he's still sitting there and you got a heck of a pick. Number nine, we're going to keep it in the NFC Norris division. Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. We got him sitting there at number nine. He's wanting a new contract. Guess what? He reported to camp. Maybe have him way too low, but he's only had one healthy season so far, and that was last year. Every other year, he's been banged up. So just for that reason alone, I'm slipping him down just a little bit. No more Stefan Diggs to take a little more pressure away from him. Can't max the production of last year. Match the production of last year. These are the things kind of in my mind for why don't I have him in my top five. So I've got him sitting there at number nine. Good You're pick. getting a steal. Good pick. I, I, I'm a big, huge FSU fan. Dalvin Cook, FSU running back. A lot of running backs have come out of there. Great. And give him the money. Plain and simple. Give him the money. Give, he deserves Give him the money. He exactly. Deserves. Number 10, I've got a guy based off of talent. DeAndre Hopkins for the Arizona Cardinals. Gotta slot him in my top 10. He's too good of a receiver. I know it's unknown. He's been on the Texans for quite some time. And now he moves into a different system. But this guy's motivated. He's got a lot to prove. I've got DeAndre Hopkins in my top 10. Take him. Have you ever figured out why uh, O'Reilly let him go in Houston? Man, I mean, there's some interesting things being said, but... No idea. That huge, was a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Listen, the rumors that came out weren't big enough to reason to let that guy go. So the, the reason they let him go, O'Brien from Houston, it's a head scratcher. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. Take your that nails, was... put it to the side of your head, start scratching. <laughs> That's the answer for that. Jeez. Still don't Number 11. That. Love this guy. Tom Brady's throwing to him now. Mike Evans. I love this guy. This guy is going for his seventh or eighth straight 1,000-yard receiving season to start off his NFL career. Never before done in NFL history as someone went seven straight seasons with 1,000 yards. He's going to get there. He's got Tom Brady throwing him the football right now. 
They say Tom Brady's looking sharp. Pencil in Mike Evans. His talent mixed with his quarterback, Tom Brady, now throwing him the football down in Tampa. I love it. Slot him in there at number 11. I, I didn't even hesitate to throw him in my top round. One thing about Mike Evans that a lot of people I see and a lot of defensive coordinators see is that he is the type of wide receiver that will, when they say block, oh my God. I've seen him take cornerbacks off their feet on <laughs> five yards outside the hash marks, outside that sideline, still blocking. That's the type of receiver you want on your team who isn't afraid to block as well as catch. But I think he enjoys blocking downfield more than anything. And that's huge. All around guy. No complaints guy. Goes out there, does his job and gets it done. Does it very well. So hooray for that great pick. And he puts up stats. Exactly. Rounding out the mock draft fantasy 2.0. I got Julio Jones sitting there at number 12. Guy's been so consistent with his production over the years. Still got Matty Ice throwing him the football. Number 12, Julio Jones without hesitation. Gotta take him. And we'll get John McLaughlin in on the show to argue these picks. Big John, you and Big John had some pretty good intense... uh... We We were in the title game together. Exactly. You guys were neck and neck. Back when we worked for the Carolina Panthers television network right inside the stadium, we did a 12-team fantasy league with some big names like Jordan Gross and Travell Wharton and Ricky Bobby and John McLaughlin. You were in that league. I was in it as well. Of course, I was not even relevant. You wasn't guys just... wasn't Blake wasn't Blake in that league? Blake was in it as well. Blake was in that league, and Michaela Vernava, who now works for the Patriots. So yeah, Sports Network. Yeah. So I mean, there you and John basically just ran away with it. I think after week, I want to say week. 10, week 11, it was a two-man race. And we just sat around and watched because we were nowhere near you guys. I mean, it was like, okay, just watch these guys go. And the strategies you use, I think you actually helped me out a lot because I was quarterback heavy. I'm thinking, oh, the quarterback, you know, the quarterback, the quarterback get points. And you said, no, you got to be top-heavy running backs and you got to make sure they're quality backs. You know, that's right. Not teams that throw the ball. got to be a workhorse. Yes, right. So yeah, you taught me quite a bit there. Keep it going. Absolutely. So let's keep it going. Well, those are your first. This is the two draft. We're gonna go over the over the picks again quickly for you. Uh, number one is Christian McCaffrey, Shaquan Barkley at number two, Ezekiel Elliott at three, Alvin Kamara at number four, Tyreek Hill at five, Michael Thomas at six. The runner, Josh Jacobs at 7. Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers at 8. Dalvin Cook at 9. DeAndre Hopkins at 10. Mike Evans at number 11. And Julio Pay Me Jones. Atlanta Falcons number 12. Will People really talked about quickly about his production last year. Is this the year we can see him have the ultimate breakout year? 
He's had breakout years every year. He's had breakout years every year. Every year. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely keep that posted. That's your mock draft. And if you need to catch those names again, remember, we're on podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Media. We're here. Just hit the button, play it back, get those names again. And that's our show for tonight, believe it or not. I told you, it was sports heavy tonight. We talked about everything from NHL to Major League Baseball to the NFL. So great talking to you as well. Um, Like I said, thanks for joining us. So glad to be back from last week. Uh, God's brought me through. Yes, yes, God's brought me through, and we're going to keep it going. We have such a good future. Just to let our listeners know, we're going to have our we're going to have our phone lines open here shortly with have special guests and have you the fan call in and let us know what you think about the show or let's talk sports. Let's talk about some of the things that may interest you. Certain particular player on your favorite team or who is your favorite team. So stay tuned for that. We'll have more details coming up in the month of August and 1st of September, but we'll be going live very soon and we look forward to doing it. Alex, anything else? Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There you go. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. God bless you, Vince. Good to have you back. Hope you start feeling even better. Oh, yeah, I do right now. So thank you so much, man. Have a great rest of your Friday. Enjoy your upcoming weekend. And thank you, the listeners, for tuning in to ESPN 730, The Games, The Shoot. The Shoot. shoot. For myself and Alex Yavarsky, have a great evening. And we'll talk to you guys next week.